out there in podcast line. Welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. This week we're watching 1999's The Mummy, because... 2017's The Mummy, starring Tom Cruise, is coming out this week, or it's yeah. been out, depending now, on when it's released. Is this movie that is coming out, is it going to be a reboot or a remake? What exactly is this? No, or- Universal is starting their own cinematic universe with the monsters that they own the rights to. Ah. So this has nothing, so the one that's coming out this year has nothing to do with the one we watched. Absolutely nothing. It's but just the name. The Mummy, yeah. It's just the concept of a mummy coming to life to kill everybody. Perfect. Good concept. <laughs> This movie was directed by Steven Summers, and Steven Summers directed the sequel to this, The Mummy Returns, the one where they introduced the Scorpion King. Right. He also directed G.I. Joe, the G.I. Joe movie, okay. not the one with Bruce Willis, the, okay. the, the first one. He also did a bunch of other crappy action movies, <laughs> but this is really what he's most known for. Okay. This movie stars Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, John Hanna, Arnold Volslow, and Oded Fair. Let me do a brief synopsis, and we'll go from there. An American serving in the French Foreign Legion on an archaeological dig at the ancient city of Hamunatra accidentally awakens a mummy. I ask this every week. I'm sure I'm going to know the answer. Have you guys ever seen this before? Yes, I have. Yeah, I actually saw This is one I saw in theaters. Really? Yeah, I I remember because... Was it a date or a dare? That was with my my brothers and sisters. Oh. Uh, It was... (laughs) I remember because I went to watch it and they started playing Matrix. Instead of the mummy, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I can see it for the fourth time." <laughs> <laughs> then they turned it back onto the mummy, and like, okay. And my brother was terrified throughout the entire movie. He kept taking multiple bathroom breaks. What to, of uh, this movie? Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. How he, old were you? Um, it was ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Fifteen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this was a, this movie was a big deal. I remember the this was a summer movie, and I remember I saw. The, the first trailer I saw for this movie was during the Super Bowl. Oh. And now with YouTube, you can watch any trailer you want. But when yeah. we were kids, the big, big summer movies, they had their trailers during the Super yeah. Bowl. And so it's the only way you can watch them. That's the only way you could see them because yeah. there was no internet. There was no YouTube. And I remember seeing this 30-second trailer. And the thing that sold me was the scene with the sand where the mouth opens and yeah. it swallows the plane. Uh, yes. I, my 15-year-old brain was like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. So I also saw this. In yeah. Theaters. I remember when this came out, the, the graphics were amazing. For the time. For the time. But yeah. Rewatching it. Ooh. Yeah. But I remember like this. Is, wow. This uh-huh. is, is going to change everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. The sand, for the most part, the sand CGI, I mean, with the exception of like the mouth and the face. Yeah. Although like moving sand and stuff, that looks all right. Yeah. That still holds up. Yeah. It's, it's mostly the mummy. That that was yeah. not so good. And his army, his mummified army that co- comes out. Oh my god, that the, the black pool when yeah. those spirits oh, right. come out. Oh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Uh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Those didn't hold up. <laughs> so my wife, who you guys have met, she is Egyptian. Uh huh. So right. I always tease her about movies like this. I'm like, those are your people. Those are your, <laughs> those are your ancient people. You guys hated Jews, right? <laughs> She's like. <sighs> Those were not my people, babe. Like, she's like, always trying to justify it. Right. I, I always mess with her. I'm like, hey, Jew hater, come here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, your people enslaved Jews. You guys had Jews as slaves, so that means you're anti-Semite. 
So that means our kids, when we have kids, they're going to be anti-Semite in their blood. And she's mm. just like, <sighs> she just breathes <laughs> like that. Doesn't like it. <laughs> Doesn't appreciate it. So in the modern, in like the 1920 <laughs> scenes, like the, the when we cut to the main story, yeah. there's people speaking Arabic, and I know some of the words. That's nice. Yalla means uh, let's go. Okay. Imshi means go away or get away. Like so, when the guy, the guy from Resident Evil, yeah, uh, the leader of like the secret cult that protects the yeah. tomb, oh, did fair. He tells his crew, "Yalla, Imshi." All right. I'm like, oh, I know that. Yeah, no one's first. Look at that. Yeah, I know that. It means let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's get away. So th- th- there was a scene in in the library. We'll get to it. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. But the, uh, the the guy that like owns the library, uh-huh. uh huh. He 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 said he. I think he makes a couple of uh, he uses a couple of Yiddish words. Okay, which which is it's Jewish mm-hmm. uh, slang, slang pretty much. So and th- that kind of confused because it, like in the first breath he says like praise Allah, and then the second breath he says uh, he makes a, a Yiddish <laughs> uh-huh. term. And I was like, who, who is this guy? What is it? Hmm. Well, the wow. Israelis, Israel is in the Middle East, right? And people who were Israeli, they're technically Middle Eastern, right? So he could be. He could have been born in Israel, but he could have not been a Jew. I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. It doesn't matter. I just thought that was interesting. He could just be cultured. Oh, yeah. He could just be cultured. That's true. He is well, a librarian I, I, yeah, in the 20s. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I say Gesundheit all the time. Mm. You should do. That's <laughs> so, <laughs> true. So there's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So this movie opens up to a flashback scene, and it's uh, ancient Egypt and Emotep. The guy who looks like Billy Zane, who yeah. I thought for years was Bill, Bill. I thought Billy Zane was the mummy. Yeah, okay. He's the high priest of of the pharaoh, and he has an affair with the pharaoh's mistress, gu- Gumar. Yeah. Anksu Namun. Yeah. Namun. Yeah. She's the she's the uh, the Gumar. Mm-hmm. No one's supposed to touch her. She's dressed. She has like full body paint on. So if anybody touches her, it's like a, it can smear. It's like a a powder or oil based gold. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. It's very clever. Very clever. Because, uh, uh, what's his name? Imhotep makes out with her and he touches. I feel like yeah. you wouldn't make a rookie mistake like that. No. Like, that's a sick rookie mistake. There, there's a lot of things. Watching it this with spoilers goggles on, uh-huh. Imhotep, I'm very confused by this man. Uh-huh. Because uh, he, I guess he's super powerful and can do all kinds of things. His, I think his power level is based on how their screenwriters need to move to the next scene. Yeah. Because at one point he's like an all powerful god and then it's like, oh no, a cat and spins out of the room. Right. It's it, like, it, he can like bring, raise armies from the dead, but he, he get, like gets punched in the face by Brendan Fraser. It's like his power levels are all over the place. Yeah. I think it's based on how the screenwriter is like, how do I move to the next scene? Yeah, l- l- very inconsistent. Uh-huh. And uh, right, right off the get-go, for, I, I already have issues with the this, this whole background story. Okay, go ahead. The, he, he comes in, uh, he, he, start, he makes out with the, the, the mistress. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ends up killing herself because she knows that he has the power to bring her back to life. Yes. So, okay. Get that. Fine. He then, they steal her body. From the crypt, which it's got to be hard to do, uh-huh. uh, especially covertly, takes it to the city of the dead. Yeah, the the main city. They go to the like the, the one of the lowest parts to piss the gods off. Uh-huh. I don't know why that does, but it does. And then the guards. Oh, I think them. because humans aren't supposed to be in the city of the dead because you're alive. I think. I don't but, know. but he's also the gatekeeper. That's true of the dead. Mm-hmm. So, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he he gets caught before finishing the ritual, so she's still dead. 
Because her spirit comes out of that pool. Right. And it's about to bring her up, and oh, nope, goes back in the pool. Right. The guards appear out of nowhere uh-huh. uh, and grab them <laughs> and stop the ritual. Uh-huh. Fine. The priests get uh, mummified alive, right. and then he suffers the uh, home die. Yes. Which they mummify you, they wrap you in bandages, and they throw you in a sarcophagus, and they put those scarabs, scarab, uh, scarab beetles, like flesh-eating yeah. scarabs in there, and then they bury you. Right. I don't, okay, continue, because I have I have another... I think we might be going to the same okay. conclusion here. Well, my, my, my first thing is, isn't mummification meant as a form of like respect? Yes. You, you're From what I believe, you die, and as a way to honor you or to preserve you for the afterlife, right. they take your brain out, and then they take your organs. They cut you open, they take your organs out. Because remember in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie? Do you even remember that we did that movie? Yeah, the that, was, Buscemi, that was our... Um... The Buscemi segment, that was in our Hall- October Scarathon. What, yeah. what do I call it? Horathon? Uh, yeah. October Horathon. Buscemi explains, yeah, it's it's supposed to be um, a sign of respect for the dead, for the honorable. They they cut them open and they remove their organs so the gods do some bullshit to them. Yeah. yeah it's supposed to be out of respect. Well, the whole idea about it is, is they take out the organs of the body because those go bad and they create the most forms of bacteria and bloating. And, and the gases. And mm-hmm. decay. Yeah. So they take those out, flesh, flesh into several jars. Mm-hmm. And those are brought with you, but just not inside of you. Yeah. And right. then the embalming It's like fluid, carry-on luggage. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You should see the way that... You should see... I was watching, actually, for the, how they removed the brain. It's quite interesting, because you, you don't remove the brain by opening the head. Right. They remove the brain by pulling it out through the nose. Yeah, they mm-hmm. mentioned that in the movie event. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Seems scary, grotesque. Scary. Yeah. Yes. But, so, uh, they catch the high priest and all of his people, and in order to punish them, they mummify them. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're alive... Uh-huh. But still being mummified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I like I said, I thought was reserved as a respect or an honor to be mummified. Mummification in a sense is a form of uh uh honor and also I think it's also a form of uh to it can also be a punishment because what it is is preserving your afterlife for the problems you're gonna be dealing with now, also in the afterlife. Because you, you're, you, I think also with the re, with the type of religion they're going with embalming and mummification mm-hmm. is whatever you are buried with, you're taking you takes you can take with you. Right. Okay. I'm guessing they're given nothing. Yeah. So that means they have nothing in this life and the next. Okay. And that even that part fine. But as far as Imhotep goes, yes, they bury him with the beetles. Mm-hmm. But first they wrap him up. Yes. So. Are the beetles supposed to go through the the, the the bandages in order to get to him? Don't you remember what they did with the shoes? With the shoes? Yeah. They, get, guy with, they eat through the shoe. Yeah. They can eat through anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then why the bandages then? What's the point of that? Um, to, keep it, to keep him so they can put him inside the sarcophagus without him trying to get out. Chains weren't good enough? <laughs> chains cost more. Chains are harder to make. Okay. Especially back then. All right. Especially when they didn't use metal that much. Mm-hmm. And they're hard to find. But so the pirates, the pirates. Wait, is that your issue, or is there another thing? No, they, it comes after. What, what's, what's yours? Okay, so uh, it's foretold that if Emotep ever comes back, he'll bring like plagues and like, yeah. wrath of God shit, right? Yep. So they put him in a sarcophagus that has a key. My oh. issue is if he's this fucking scary and a badass, why are you putting him in something with a key that you can unlock? Just throw him in there and fucking seal it, and we're done yeah. here. So that way, no one can open it. Oh yeah. Why is there a key to open his cage? Was the key even in the same spot? No, it wasn't. It exactly. was Oh no. The, I know, but I'm saying why would you yeah, give yeah. anyone an option to let him out to begin well, with? Maybe also okay. another thing. Sorry, Mr. to cut you off. 
I, I know I mentioned this movie last week a lot, but yeah. in Science of the Lambs, <laughs> the first time Clarice goes to see Hattel Lecter, do you remember what he's in? He's in a cage that's all plastic. Yeah. There's no fucking door to that cage. Right. So they know, yeah, we don't want we don't want any chance this fucking guy can get out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why didn't they do that to Ebotep if he's such a big deal about coming back? Yeah. Well, the thing about the whole, bu- the whole point about this point is, is they already have the sarcophagus set up for it. Mm-hmm. And they literally threw away the key. So it's, in a sense, they did do what you were expecting them to do. The only difference is someone found a key. I know, but they shouldn't have had the option. Well, I guess there's there's no way they can, like, weld it shut or something. They don't have that ability. Or or nailing the coffin. But they have technology to have a sarcophagus with a lock. Whatever. All they have is molding. I'm surprised. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't make sense either. If they have inner workings to create a lock system, they should be able to do that as well. Yeah. Or just lock it and then break the lock so that it can't be open. Mm-hmm. Or, but, okay. So what's your problem? My, my, my problem is that the, the last the scene we see of this is like they bury him and we're now guarding him because if he comes back, he's going to release a plague on Earth and be super powerful. Where's Is that power coming from the, the curse that they put on him when they buried him? Or is, are those powers that he already has? And that, if he has those powers, what the? F- why did he let himself get in that situation? Those hmm. okay, the, everything he had has powers of is comes from the book that he has. So, the okay. Book of the Dead. Okay, the but so they gave him the powers and then buried him. The, no, basically they 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 gave him the most dishonorable form of uh, of punishment right. that they know, and that gave him powers. Yes. What the fuck? Then it's the, a curse. This seems like a horrible curse. It's true. Because they also said they're going to bury him and leave him undead in, in there. So he's not actually dead. He's alive in there. He's supposed to be, like, pretty much alive through the whole thing, yeah. But then why does he need to be woken with the scriptures or whatever? I'm not sure I follow this part. When when uh, when, when the girl reads from the book and brings him back to life, he should he's, if he's undead, then he's already, like, alive-ish. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're, say, you're telling me that the he's been mummified but he's still alive and able to feel the pain through the whole thing right right if that if that's if that's what their intention no, 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 is no, no, it's not. what I'm, I'm very confused with the way this whole curse thing works then the, the curse is basically he's mummified in some sort of ritual that he's also eaten alive at the same time what this, kind of curse gives you powers huh that's a horrible <laughs> curse we're gonna curse you you're gonna be in pain but later you're gonna be a god you're gonna I'm, be a I, badass yeah if you get out okay i'm guessing the whole reason why is because it's such a horrible punishment in some sense because of the of what happens to you in your afterlife. Maybe it's like a counterbalance to it all. Then maybe choose a less severe punishment to make sure that he can't have powers. I don't know. <laughs> I can answer this question to you. Just let him get eaten alive and that's fine. Let's not curse him while he's there. There's the most powerful high priestess or priest of, of the land. Let's give him more powers later. No, that's a bad move. Rookie. Mm-hmm. Rookie, man. Yeah. So, that, so that's my issue, is his powers. If, if, if he didn't have them before, why did they give it to him? Mm-hmm. If he did have them before, why did he allow himself to get sarcophagized? So ours are kind of similar, because my thing is like, why the fuck would you give the option to let this guy come back? Right, exactly. Oh, shit. I'm guessing is the only way it is is because they actually read it from the book to bring him back, right? But if anybody can read from the book, then why do we need a high priest? I'm sorry, because what? <laughs> if anybody can just read from the book and have all these powers, then why do we need a high priest? Probably because back then not many people could read. Oh, well, that actually makes sense. Very good. Mm-hmm. We spent 15 minutes on an opening yeah. flashback, which is like two minutes long. Right. Well, because it's gonna it's gonna come into play a lot 
Oh, I know. Later on. Very so much now sure. we flash forward to the, uh, there's a nice little time thing happening. You see the, uh, the statue decay. Right. And then we see Brendan Fraser on the front lines of a, a battle over Hominoptera. Hominoptera. So people know about Hominoptera? No, the, I think they're doing battle with the Magi, right? Isn't it? No, this is, these are somebody else. The Magi comes oh, yeah, in later. That's right. That's right. That's right. So what's the what's the battle for? Is it is, is, is it for Hominoptera? Well, it, no. in my it's, intro, it said that he's a member of the French Foreign Legion. So maybe the French are there, and then the Egyptians are like, "Fuck the French," and they want to take him out. I I'm guessing know. all of this is and just, just happens to be uh, on Hominoptera. Yeah, it probably. Yeah, just, I think it's just coincidence. Yeah. Okay, probably just a land grab, dude. Yeah. So Brendan Fraser's captured, and he's a POW. So yeah. this is, takes place in the 1920s, and uh, nice. And we meet. Um, the brother? What the, what's the brother's name? Jonathan. Yeah. John jo- Hannah. He was my favorite part of this movie. I like him a lot. I like Comedic him a lot. relief? Yeah. He's also an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he, I, I, I love it. He, he, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of the same kind of shady-ish character mm-hmm. person. Yeah, but I, I've seen him play some really, like, really serious dark bits, too, don't you think? Yeah. But I, I, I liked him in this role. Okay. He was good in this role. Mm-hmm. And he looked so young compared to how I've seen him lately in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he has a sister, Rachel Wise, who you said, Adam, you used to have a crush on, but then you rewatched this movie. And yeah. What happened? I don't know. You I don't, saw her eyebrows? Yeah, her eyebrows bugged me this time. How Man. come? I, don't, I think they were too thin. Too thin? Oh. that's. I actually heard something about this. It's some sort of like thing going on where eyebrows that are thicker are now considered more beautiful than our eyebrows that were thinner. I actually saw this on Facebook. Ooh. So it must be real. Not fake news. <laughs> on your news feed. Yeah. That's what they call it on Facebook. Yeah. It's a news feed. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's fake news. Yeah, it's yeah, fake news. Yeah. No, I remember when it came out, I was like, good God, this woman. And But watching it this time, I was like, is that the same? Is that the same? Did they, did they retouch this movie at all? You know, some people <laughs> say the reason why they like certain people is because they're looking at things that they are lacking in. I have great eyebrows. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, I have a great eyebrow. Same <laughs> 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 yeah, it didn't do it for me this time. It was it was it was, it was a weird thing because I remember looking forward to watching her again and didn't have the same feelings. I can show you a picture that will make it do it for you again. I'm sure. But so yeah, so she's in a library. She messes up a bunch of things. She goes to see the curator of the library. She's like super clumsy and like will literally put you out of house and home if she hangs around with you too long. Yeah, that's what the librarian guy says. That basically like the the plagues were better than you. You're a catastrophe. And then uh, her brother pops out of a out of a sarcophagus or whatever, scares her, and presents her with a key that he found, which is the, the key to unlock Imhotep's yes. thing, mm-hmm. which also has a treasure map inside. Did he get that by um, like a swindling or some sort of gamble? He, he, he stole took it from Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he stole it from Brendan Fraser, uh, which is now in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they, the guy, the, he lights the map on fire. Uh, the, the the head librarian. Yeah, the head the librarian. The guy who runs the museum, whatever. Yeah, the guy that's maybe Jewish Iranian. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like, Oh, I guess we don't have to uh worry about that anymore. And he says, Oh yeah. Maestro is showing a picture of Rachel. Better. Wilson. Those are better eyebrows. Very nice. Much better eyebrows. I've I'm always a, had I've always liked her ever since this yeah, movie. I'm on board with this with that picture, mm-hmm. Maestro. So he he's like, Oh, don't don't investigate this any further, you know, the treasure map. By the way, that map is still in pristine condition. It's I think amazing. after thousands of years, there'd be some sort of decay. I know it's in that. It's yeah. in that it's key. Not, yeah, but it, over thousands of years with oxygen still going through that thing, exactly. that thing would be dust. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's no oxygen. Maybe that was the uh, first Tupperware. What? 
<laughs> the first what? Tabor. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I do know that some pyramids, I think they actually have the way they seal it is completely airtight. Yes. Know? Yes. When they open it, you're breathing the air from ancient Egypt and the... And all the bacteria and Yeah, you, you, get, you can get sick. And the, the British who first discovered the pyramids, when they first opened the, the pyramids... I know that they had the the locals open it, like the scene later in the movie. Like yeah. I'll have them open it, and then when they open it, they were hit by a wall of like just that air, and they just passed out or died or something. Yeah. Plus, also, I I, I heard that if you're gonna try to get the stuff inside that tomb, you have to kind of like air pressure the whole thing before you walk in, mm-hmm. because as soon as the air from the outside touches it, it starts disintegrating. Yeah. Everything inside of it. Mm-hmm. That's fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Science, man. Mm-hmm. So now that the map is burned. They're like, well, let's go get that guy who you stole it from. Yeah. And they find out he's in jail. So the guy who runs the jail, that fat guy, yep. he's like, uh, no, no, no. He's supposed to be executed today. He's, he's pretty much the guy that George Costanza plays in Aladdin 2. <laughs> Just with higher pitch voice. If, if you see the uh, Return of Jafar. That, yeah, he's the guy who has the three wishes from Jafar. Yes, exactly. I love that scene where he goes, <laughs> I, I want to be taken to the... Where the ship of so and so is, yeah. And he goes, I want okay. the great treasure of whatever. Fuck the mood. And, and Jafar goes, okay. And he's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, do you wish to come back? And he goes, yes. And then boom, he's back. He's like, oh no, you only have one wish left. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh-huh. So he says, ah, right, this guy is supposed to be executed today. So they 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 put the noose around Brendan Fraser. By the way, they try to make him look scraggly and try to make him look all. Yeah, he has like long hair. He looks like George of the Jungle, which he played. Yeah, later on. right. But a little it, bit of a beard. But it's like, I feel like they were trying to make him look unattractive, and mm-hmm. they didn't do a very good job. They wanted to make him look wild. Oh, dude, the scene where, where he gets cleaned up? Yeah. I was like, dang, this guy's fucking handsome. Yeah. He's got a, like, he's sort of like a young Indiana Jones in this role. That's yeah. the idea I think they were going for. Yeah, I, yeah. I read somewhere they're going for an Indiana Jones, it's action-adventure mummy movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got the noose around his neck, and they're going to they're gonna drop him. And they finally drop him, but his neck didn't snap, so now he's going to choke to death. And they actually make a joke about it. It's like, oh, his neck didn't snap. Now we have to wait and watch for him to choke to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is where Rachel Wise is like 500. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pretty wh- much buys his freedom. Wh- oh, whatever we find in the treasure, we'll give you 10%. Yeah, well, first she goes to talk to him and says, uh, they pretty much discover, yeah, he knows where the treasure is. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, tell me how to get there. First, get me out of here. All right. Uh, she gets hang. All right, I'll buy him. We'll split the treasure with you. All right, let him free. And uh, he kisses her because uh, he's about to die. Fine. Mm-hmm. And they make a deal with him saying 30%, 35? No, 25. 25. Yeah, cause he, he, he negotiates against himself. <laughs> yeah. well, she does. She negotiates, not him. No, but uh, no, he, he, he does against up. himself. Yeah, he fucked up. It's like 50, 40, 30, 25. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and he even like, makes that noise. Ah! Yeah, because he, he was at 30, then he brought himself back down to 25 like an idiot. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. He's, he's also like the guy that, was, that sold Obi-Wan the pot eraser. <laughs> oh, Saboba? Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of reminds me of that guy too. I'm a Trigadian. <laughs> Those Jedi minds don't work on me. Only money. Honey? Yeah. <laughs> you cheetah. And then Qui Gon goes, uh, perhaps we'll take it to the huts. Maybe they'll want to do- talk about it. And yeah. he goes, take him. Yeah. So now they're setting sail. And now he's all cleaned up. And there's a bunch of Americans who also know. So there's if the Americans plenty. know and Brendan Fraser knows. And yeah. the like, it seems like everyone yeah. kind of knows where well, the city is. Well, that's because only two people survived: him and Benny. Right. Oh, Benny. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about this guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Benny is this little Weasley guy who will do anything to survive, and which we found out was in virtuosity. Yes. 
and a bunch of other movies just that we didn't watch. Yeah. I know him best as Swan from Lord of Illusions. Lord of Illusions actually is a horror movie I think you might like, Adam. Oh. It's about um, magic, like illusions and magicians and stuff. I'll tell you about it after. I, I really think you would like that movie. Is it about replicating hats? No. Okay. <laughs> Why would... Oh, I get you. Yeah, joke, see what I did there? Oh, wait, that's a different movie. Yeah. That's the, that was a Prestige. Yeah, it's a Prestige. What was the, there was the other one. It was Illusionist, right? The Illusionist. Okay. The but, Hats is prestige. prestige. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway. So Benny was working... Ed Norton. Yes. He's Got in that it. one. Benny's working for the Americans. So the Americans are going to the city through Benny... And then Brendan Fraser is leading the brother and sister to the city. Right. And they're on a boat. Yeah. And this is where we find out that Benny also is there. And he told the Americans how to get to the uh, Hamanoptera. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the, the – the, the, what are they called? The Jedi? What would you call them? Uh, Medjai. The, the Magi. Magi. Yeah. The, the Magi shows up because they know that the map is there. Uh, how they found out, we'll find out later. later. They have uh, – I thought it was be- – oh, we'll find out later. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. There's a the librarian guy. He's part of the Magi. Mr. Cultured. Yeah. The guy that burned the map accidentally. Oh, turns out it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they pretty much, uh, there's, a, there's a struggle. The whole ship catches fire. Because the Magi set it on fire. But, but before that happens, the Americans make a bet with Brendan Fraser as far as who's going to get to the temple first. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they survive. The boat goes down. But they're on different sides of the river. Yeah. Uh, Benny's got the horses, but there's on the wrong side of the river. Brenda Fraser, uh, they go, they get some camels. Uh huh. Which is actually a smart idea, especially in the sand. I was about to bring that up. In Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Indiana Jones tell who's the guy with the red Sala. Hey, Indy. Sala? He tells Sala, he goes, horses. And he goes, no, Indy. Camels, because we have to give horses uh, water. He goes, no, no camels. Horses. Yeah, and as a kid, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Horses are faster, but then I learned camels. You don't have to give them water. Not, yeah. to, me- not to mention that also they have a, high, a a wider footprint, which makes it easier for them to travel in the sand. Oh, that makes sense. They don't have hoofs. They mm. have like like pads. Right, that's a technical term for it. And they can mm-hmm. spit miles. Right. Can you imagine the contest you'd win? Oh, there's a good joke about that too, where. Uh, uh, Rachel Weiss is riding the camel like oh, I hate these things they're all ugly and they spit and then it cuts to um, that guy spitting what's his name what did we just call him the Boba Fett we just call him oh Boba. Saboba Saboba let's call him Saboba let's call him the human Saboba yeah yeah so they make it to the city and they, they get to the same peak uh-huh. uh, like a, the top of a sand dune and they're all waiting there they, they meet the Americans they all get there at the same time and they're just waiting for the city to present itself. Yeah, because I think it's like sun, sundown or sun, sun, sunrise. Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Sunrise. Yeah. Sunrise? That's the only time it'll show. Right. Uh, but, and this, this is confusing to me because if, if Benny and Brendan Fraser, they both know the city's there, we're waiting till it shows itself, why, why, why did they have to wait until it actually appeared? Does that mean if they started writing down there beforehand, they'd, 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 miss they'd teleport somewhere else? No, I'm I'm thinking the whole idea about it is is um, that's where the face shows up in the sand, right? The entrance of the city, isn't it? No, that's a no, lot. That's that's later oh, after okay. they get close. To close. Oh yeah, no, no, right. the, the face shows up at the very beginning when Brendan Fraser is about to get killed. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And then the, the the people that are about to kill him run away, and then the sand face shows up because he's there. Yeah. Oh, they realize they're at the city of the dead. When right. They take off. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. My guess is that the only way that you actually can get there is if you wait for it to show up. Otherwise, you miss it completely. Mm. That's that's the only idea why people miss it in general. I think that's the only reason why. Okay. 
That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so they have to see it appear in order for it to maintain in their eyesight as they're riding towards it. That's my guess. Sure. I, I can't explain this. Yay, magic. So they run <laughs> forward. Uh, they get they get to the temple. I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guessing now you see me night. Now you see me one and two really didn't do well for you, did they? I like them. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I saw it. I, They're two, fine. Yeah, one one was okay. Two was uh, I forgot about it already. So that means it wasn't. We that did. Good. We did one. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. I, I remember liking it before we, we did it. Okay. Uh, second one I saw afterwards, and it's it's all out of my memory, so it couldn't have been that good. Uh, anyway, so they get into the. Oh yeah. So they, they they get to the they get to the city. They start digging in different places. Camels one. Rachel Wise is looking for the book of what is it? The book of the dead. Book, book of the living. No book of the. No, they have the book of the living. They're trying. The book of the dead is the one they're trying to get to. No, 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 no. It's the other way. The around. the 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 Iran. No, the the Iranian one made of gold and the one made of gold. Oh shit! The, like the archaeologist leading the fucking Americans is uh what's his name uh uh uh, uh what's the quickest way to Carnegie Hall? Practice. <laughs> That's right. That guy's leading him, or maybe it's not that guy, but he looks like him. Not him. He works in the museum. Uh, keep going down. What are you talking Adam? about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one. No, he's the butler from Richie Rich. <gasps> yeah, he's the one. No, that's not him. No, that's not him. That's 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 the that's the cultured man. Uh, I think I have to hit full cast. This is horrible for audio. Yeah, we can. That's the thing about it, though. We can edit it. Well, I, no. no, he's a British guy. Anyway. It doesn't matter. He's the one leading the Americans. He's the one who finds the... Uh, no, he's the Air Force pilot. Maybe he wasn't credited. Well, the, Jonathan Hyde. Hyde. He's there Jonathan he Hyde. It's the black and white. The black and white. <laughs> Jesus. That's him. Yeah. Oh, he looks weird. Yeah, in that photo. He was the guy in Jumanji. Yes, he's the, he's the dad. He's the dad looking for Robin Williams. And he was the butler in Richard. Yeah. Anyway, he's the one who discovers the the Book of the Dead. But I remember them saying they're there for the Book of the Living. The book made of pure gold. Okay. I think that's what they're there for. But they stumble across the Book of the Dead. Right. Yeah. So they wander the because that, that's the book that got Rachel Weiss into Egyptology. Yes. The the Book of the Living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it doesn't help hurt that it's made out of full gold. Uh huh. Yeah. Whatever. So they're so they're down there, and then they the Americans. That's why the brothers there. The Americans discover the Book right. of the Dead. And the jars, yeah, the, the jars that have Imhotep's yes. organs. Oh, but tell them how they died, though. The people that opened the thing died first, though. Oh yeah, I kind of mentioned that briefly. The the tomb, yeah, salt acid. They made the wow. uh, they made the locals open it. Yeah, and then and it's, it was booby trapped, sprayed out acid, uh, sand or salt, whatever they mm-hmm. called it. I have never seen that before. No, never I've seen I've, heard, I've read that the pyramids they they booby trapped them to keep oh, yeah, treasure yeah. hunters out. Well, I never heard about that, but I never heard of acid salt. Oh. Solidif- solidified acid. Never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something only the high priest can make. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we buried him. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brandon Fraser and their crew, they find Imhotep's tomb, which is at the feet of Anubis, the god of the dead. Yeah. Th- there's an argument as far as who can dig where, which... Yeah. Isn't, Cause it, the Americans, isn't it finders keepers? Y- yeah, because remember in AVP? Yeah. When they get to that temple, they're like, all right, you're the first one here. Just call yeah, it well, in. Once you claim it, it's yours. Yeah, it's yours. <laughs> but I guess because well, the Americans, of Americans. Well, the Americans claim those little statues and the Book of the Dead. And yeah, no, but the whole site should have been claimed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By one party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they got there first, so they should have been able to claim it. True. But like, would you really like stand for it if you went all this way? 
you would like shot, put a gun in your, their face and still like give us some point, some space. Yeah, or just kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, kill them and then uh-huh. do your thing instead of competing with them. Yeah, but I don't think they're that evil. The uh, Sebulba yeah. guy dies. Oh yeah, he does. Let's talk about his. Death. Oh yeah, he's wandering the, the temple. Yes, real yeah. soon. He's, he, the, he's the first one. He's the first one besides those uh, guys. <coughs> he finds the uh, the wall with the scarabs. He they're thinks all shiny and blue. Yeah, he thinks they're like blue he gold. says they're blue gold. Yeah. So he gets a knife out and he picks it out and he's picking him out and then the scarab comes to life and like you said, make sure he's through his shoe mm-hmm. and it goes up and it goes inside of his body. Yeah. This I remember this being amazing when I was uh-huh, growing up. Uh huh. It literally enters his flesh through this foot mm-hmm. and yeah. then. Uh, hightails it on top of this, underneath the skin, but above mm-hmm. the muscle sinew, into his brain. Yep. Yeah, and it shows it the entire time, which that was that was kind of cool looking. And, yeah. he, and he comes running in the temple like, ah! and he slams head first into the wall. Yeah, so like killing, him killing himself. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No more Sebulba. That's a shame. That's fine. <laughs> he was fun. What? He was fun. He was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I didn't like him because of his high pitchedness. So <sighs> the Americans are showing off like, look what we found. They're little statues and the and the uh, the book, the yeah. book of the dead. So the so the the British guy he falls asleep with in his hand. Rachel Wise at night gets the book and she reads from it. And the guy's like, no, don't read from you the book. You mustn't read from the book because they have the key to open it. Yeah. Oh, they opened Emotip's temple. That's right. That's where they saw him all eaten up, chewed up. Yeah. yeah. So that same key opens the book of the dead. Right. So she's reading for him. He's like, no, don't read from the book. And then you should mug- And the mummy wakes up like, Rah! Yeah. All like, like disheveled and like jaw broken and everything. Yeah. Pieces of the skull missing. Mm-hmm. But he's still gooey. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was one of the things that they were saying. Like, he's, it's like he's still decomposing after 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Which was that part of the curse? <laughs> uh, mushroom? Did they, uh, was part of the curse include slow decomposition? My guess is he's never allowed in access to the underworld. So he's Oh, that's true. So he's forever like stuck in his flesh body. That's big in Egyptian culture is the the underworld. That's why they get mummified. It's yeah. it's a way to present yourself to right. the gods of the dead or something. He was also buried with scarabs. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, that would eat his flesh. Right. Uh, so plenty of flesh left on that body. The question is what kind of flesh are we talking about? But they mentioned that they eat him slowly. I don't know. No, because I don't know why we're so focused. No, because later on you see the scarabs kind of just like wash over a guy, and then he's bones. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, within seconds. So, and they don't seem like they're the kinds of ration out their meals. These scarabs. Yeah, and are they carrion? <laughs> do they eat dead flesh or do they eat alive flesh only? I don't know. How are all these scarabs alive <laughs> after three thousand years? And where did they go? Where are what flesh are they eating? Because they're there's old. a lot of them. I think I know what happened. I think I know what happened. What happened? They made, they ate him alive, but they didn't finish because they took the scarabs out. Because if you look in the mummy's tomb, there's no scarabs. If you'd opened up the mummy's like like sarcophagus, scarabs should have fallen out. Okay, there was so there. they put him in with the scarabs, locked it, buried it. I don't think they buried it then. Dug it back up. I think took there the was scarabs a, out. I think they just missed. They 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 just waited for him to die and then they took him out hmm. because they wanted him in. Uh, Continuous pain, or flesh, or lack of flesh, or something like that. Okay, that's the only only thing I can think of. It, it doesn't matter. It, it kind of does. It really does. No. So now that the mummy's been awoken, um, uh, another. They, they, they were they were talking about there, there was a curse on the sarcophagus when it was opened mm-hmm. before they opened it, saying whoever opens this will die. The hundar, the a bazillion deaths, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, whoever opens it is uh, destined to uh, fulfill the curse by giving portion of their body to the mummy. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So, we killed the guy, we buried him, put a curse on him, and then put things in place to help him get Come powerful <laughs> when the curse is broken. Or finalized. Man... This, this is this is a this is a Hans Gruber style <laughs> of planning. Not Simon Gruber. This is Hans Gruber. Gee, Hans. Yeah. So now he, he, the American guys are so like cocky. Ellis would have been a good part. You would have been the American. Yes, absolutely. Well, they all died, so it made sense. Yeah. Good transition, Maestro. Because <laughs> the first guy with the glasses. Uh, why do they start running? They start running away, and the guy loses his glasses. Is it because they see? Um, Emotep, or what is it? No, the scarabs chase after. Yeah, them, the right? scarabs chase him out, and then he he drops his glasses in the chase. He's trying to get them, and then that's where the mummy. One of the guys up. steps on his glasses, and yeah. he can't see. And the mummy takes his eyes and his and tongue. his tongue because yeah. the the mummy has to take flesh to become flesh again. Right, that's kind of the the, the deal. Yeah, he mm-hmm. takes from whoever takes from him. Mm-hmm. So he he takes the eyes, he takes the tongue, and then that's when Brendan Fraser walks in. Um, since this guy has to wear glasses to see, does that mean Emotep has to also? <laughs> does that mean he has shitty eyes? You know that that might be the case. I mean, they don't really talk about how well he can see. I mean, like remember how he? I'm looks sure at, the properties for a mummy are different. Well, that's not yeah. be the case. You remember how he take? Remember how he looks at the Rachel Weiss and says Aksuna Moon. Oh yeah. Oh, he confused. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, no, but he chose her as a sacrifice to bring her back. She knows that's not. He knows that's not her. Are you sure? Because yeah, because they look nothing alike. Maybe because that was his first chick he's seen in three thousand years. You sure? Because they all, but they don't look nothing alike. Yeah, she's white. Yeah, and has thin eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's no paint on her. Well, I know, but like the same colored hair. I mean, like you saw how badly the eyesight for the other guy was. He could barely walk. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets taken. Uh, and they say <laughs> Brendan Fraser comes in, and I don't and, know, how, uh, I don't know where you, who your name is, but if you, but if you, <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, taken. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now Brendan Fraser stumbles in before the guy can finish off the other guy. Take, he took only the eyes and the tongue, and then he fired him with a shotgun in the chest, and Imtap runs away. And now they're all out. They're in recovery. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then the plague starts. And they start. They head back to Cairo because the Americans want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I love this scene. So Benny is trapped in the temple and Emotep is approaching him. <laughs> so Benny holds up a cross. Oh, and yeah, says, great. Our father, who ought to have it? And then he go. He has a whole. <laughs> he has a whole. <laughs> Chain full of them, and he holds up the uh, the Buddhist, and he, and he yeah. starts speaking whatever language that is. Yeah, and then he holds up the Star David, and then Emotep's like, "Ah, oh, the yeah. language of the slaves. I might have some use for you after all." Yeah, so he can speak. Um, what is the Jewish language? Israeli, Jewish, Yiddish? No, no, no. Um, Jewish, Judaism. Yeah, yeah. Whatever language the, the Jews speak. That sounds so bad. Whatever language they yeah. can speak. I think he can speak it. But does that mean Benny can understand ancient Egyptian? Hebrew. How the fuck is Emotep? Oh, Hebrew. Well, yeah. So, unless he well, must know Hebrew too, right? Emotep. Yeah. Well, to well, communicate with the slaves. Isn't the reason why Benny's there is because he's supposed to be a translator? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go then. But ancient Egyptian. Is no, like no. A language Emotep. That's How does Emotep know? How does Emotep talk to Benny? Like, hey, you're going to work for me now. Maybe he's. He must speak Hebrew too, right? Yeah. Emotep. As a high priest, I, I, I assume uh, many of the high priest biddings required uh, the the lowly Jews to carry out his his okay. uh, whatever. Biddings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, biddings. There you go. Like minions' biddings? Or right. biddings yeah, they, like, I mean, I they, were, they were slaves, so yeah. You, you got to be able to tell the slaves, hey, move that cauldron over there. Or whatever. Make yeah, the pool blacker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever is happening. The mirrors are not facing the right way. Anyway. 
Wow. So they, yeah, they go back to the city, and uh, they're gonna Americans are gonna get out of there, but their plane or their their uh, the boat is delayed yeah. some, like a day. So they got to wait behind, but they know that the mummy is going to be chasing after them because um, the, uh, the they curse. have they have the, the curse and they have all the because somehow someone said whoever opened the tomb yep. is going to be chased, but Benny wasn't with them right because he ran away like he ran away like a coward that he is yeah, yeah yeah so the fucking guy who lost his eyes and his tongue he's I guess he's welcome to guests to visitors yeah I I wouldn't want to see anybody if my shit was taken off anyway so Benny's there and I guess he doesn't recognize Benny's voice I guess, Benny was doing an accent right. Because Benny was working with no, he wasn't. No, no, no. I, I, I think he just. They don't know Benny's a bad guy yet. Mm. So they just like, oh, he's, oh, he's Prince so and so wants to see you, and right. it's the mummy dressed in all black with a mask. Right. And he goes, he appreciates your eyes, your tongue, but he needs a lot more. He's like, ah, yeah. So he takes whatever, and he turns into a husk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy with the glasses are in the. Mouth. Right. So then he goes in the room, and Brendan Fraser tries to shoot at him. That doesn't work. But then the cat's there. Yeah, he freaks out. And he turns into sand and he flies out. Makes his weird mouth like... That part I didn't like this time. Yeah. The first time around I thought that was kind of cool looking. But this time they they, they unhinge his jaw way too often to do things. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So now they're kind of... So he's becoming more powerful. Yeah. And the cats scare him or they're his weakness until he fully becomes flesh again. Because cats are the guardians of the underworld. Of the underworld, yeah. So one by one, he's picking off the Americans and the British scientists. And as he's becoming more powerful, he's bringing the ten uh, plagues back uh, that were in the Bible. Yes. So there's lotus. The water turns to blood. The sky goes black. sky goes black. Uh, Firstborn dead. I don't think that happened yet. No. But how does that work? If, If the Hebrew god brought the plagues to Egypt to tell the pharaoh, hey, let my people go. Why the fuck does this guy have the same power if, if he has different gods? Is this a, is this a poke at religion? And oh, I don't know. Well, I know that he doesn't. That's have a good a, point, though. <laughs> I know he does. He brings the the plagues of Egypt, but I don't think it's because of the, of the Hebrew thing. I think it just has to do with what what Egypt experienced. Yeah, it's just what we know about Egypt in those oh, times. Okay, so so it's coming back. Yeah. Okay. So the crew, whoever's left alive. The crew, they're going to meet with the Medjai, the leader, the, your guy from Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. His name is Ardeth. Ardeth? Yes. Ardeth, uh, so they're like, hey, we need your help. And he's like, oh, I never. So the Manjai, we've got to mention this. When they first get at Zixite, the Manjai is there and they're ready to kill him. And they're like, you know what? It's fine. Just yeah. keep digging. Isn't it your job never... to protect the city? No, he, he tells them, uh, we won't kill you, but you have to leave now. Uh-huh. You have a day to leave. Okay. Thanks. But why don't they just get rid of them now? Get rid of the problem yeah. now. So it's their fault. Yeah. Basically. The Magi uh, screwed up their, mm-hmm. their only job in 3,000 years. So that guy, he he's like, I think he wants to hip, uh, bring back his Gumar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in order to do so, they have to sacrifice uh, Rachel Wise. Right. So now they're thinking, so all they're right, like, so we'll use her as live bait. Yeah. Well, twice time. If the Book of the Dead brought him back, maybe the Book of Life can kill him. So now we have to find the Book of Life. Right. So now it's a race against um, mm-hmm. Imhotep killing her, basically. Or taking her body. Yeah. But Imhotep becomes more... He's almost flesh. Yeah. And uh, he he now controls like the commoners of Egypt with the boils. That's one of the curses of the, bo- the boils yeah. on, the, on the people. I remember that from my Bible study. Yeah. So, oh. so, so, you, so pretty much everybody in the town now is against them, yeah. unless you're white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or if you're Benny. Yeah. Uh, 
because he doesn't even like white. He's more like a green. <laughs> Benny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they they discover that Benny's helping him. Like, why are you helping him? Well, better to be on the right hand of the devil than in his path. I love that line. It's a real good line. Uh-huh. It's, he's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, so now <laughs> I know what happens. You know, you know what you can do with that line? Take out the word devil and put in John Wick. <laughs> it's better to or be the a, boogeyman. The boogeyman. Yeah. It's better to be at the hand, right hand of John Wick than to be in his way. Yeah, man. Oh, can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah. So Emotep takes Rachel Wait, you Weiss. said you pre-ordered the John Wick uh, thing? Steelbook. Yes. How'd you do that? Through Amazon. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you can just go on the click online and, uh, you know, order whatever you want to, pre-order or not. But if you want to, just go ahead and click on our from our website and then go do your uh, shipping and handling from Amazon and it just helps support the show. Doesn't it support, doesn't it cost you anything extra, but it helps us out. <laughs> yeah, There man. you go. Look at you, man. Why With the plan? live read. <laughs> I know. I did that while I was typing, too, on an imaginary keyboard. I know. <laughs> That was a treat for us. Sorry, you listeners had to miss that. <laughs> we should get a video camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Emotep takes Rachel Wise, and uh, he's like, all right, kill him. So the commoners try to kill him. They escape in the sewer system. They come back out. They're like, hey, they're, hey, he's taking her back to the city. How do we get back to the city? I know. That fucking drunkard. Yeah. World War I pilot. Yeah. He's like, uh, officer, the British command. Uh, he's like, he has a death wish. Like, he wants to die. Right. He didn't die in battle, so he feels like he's just wasting away. Because uh-huh. his entire platoon died in battle, and he wants to join him. Yeah. Right. So they say, hey, man, want to fly us to the to the city? And he goes, uh, I don't know, young chap. What are the stakes? Uh, damsel in distress. Save the world. You've got yourself a pilot. Well, he says, well, he says there's a great chance of dying. Yeah. That's, that's where right. he says, you got yourself a pilot. Yeah. So they're in an old school fucking World War One airplane, yeah, flying, and this is the scene in the trailer that told everybody the the mouth in the yeah, sand. Yeah, man. So they're flying through Emotep. He he was a world. So he turned into a whirlwind, and he brought um, he Tasmanian devil them over to the yeah. uh, <laughs> to, to the city of the dead. To and, he had, and he had Rachel Wise and Benny. Yeah. Does that mean they were spinning too? Yeah, that would suck. Whatever, I guess. So <laughs> Moses shaking this up the wazoo. Maybe it's like a TARDIS where it, 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 it's spinning on the outside, but on the inside you're not spinning. Yeah, oh. but it's bigger too. It's yeah, bigger on the inside. So Emotep's controls the sand, and then he puts his face in there, and then the they're trying to shoot the sand. Yeah, that was that dumb. doesn't work. That was real dumb. That's dumb. Yeah, Brendan Fraser with his chain gun. So the sand engulfs. The it didn't plane. have a cool effect on the sand. Yeah, where it was, you saw it taking chunks out of it, but that was the only thing it was good for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel Weiss sees that he's controlling the sand, so she kisses Emotep, which breaks the 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 yeah distracts him long enough to to break the yeah the fucking sand guy face. Yeah, the plane crashes, <laughs> the British guy dies, so now they're going into the temple because it was quicksand randomly in the middle of the desert. Yep, sure. He does happy. Love when that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, he has his uh, victory, his peace. Yeah. <clears throat> so they go back into the city of the dead, and uh, he prepares to sacrifice her. But uh, what happens next? Oh, he bring Emotep brings those mummified priests back to life. Yeah, to protect them while he's doing the yeah the to, ceremony. to protect them while he's doing the the uh, the ritual. Right, because he has to, it takes because like the first a- time they worked out so well. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, they all got captured. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the last time they listened to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, okay, I know, I know. The last time you guys listened to me, you kind of got fucked over. You had your tongues removed. You're buried alive. Yeah, but trust me. Yeah, this time, this time, I got it. You know, it's kind of interesting because I know, like, the pharaohs, when they were um, mummified and put into there, they would actually put their um, 
their uh, what's it called their their maids and servants in there along with them. Oh yeah, yeah. and and their cats alive. Oh, I saw this on MythBusters. I know you always mention the. I don't yeah. know if you saw this on MythBusters. The trick where the sun bounces off the mirror and it reflects off all the other mirrors. Oh. They said that that doesn't work that way. Not no, so, no, not so because good. Because they didn't have the ability to do that with what they with the technology at the time. But they also just say it, in general that that wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah. Even, it wouldn't even, light up an entire room like in the movie. Right. Even with the best mirrors and the best technology that they had, it, it wouldn't it didn't light up the way that did, it did. Did you see that that one? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I remember seeing that uh, it brought me back to that episode where where Rachel Wise said, "Look," and then the bing 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 bing. Yeah. I also, I think they did that in uh, National Treasure. No, they didn't. They just lit the 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 river of oil and right. that lit up the room. Never mind. It wasn't another movie though. Yeah. Damn it. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Whatever. So they're in there and they're fighting, and then um, uh, the bro- the nerdy brother guy he gets the book. Indiana the- Jones. Wasn't it Indiana Jones? Which one? The, the, fir- the third one? One of them. With, with the dad, right? Aren't they somewhere where they... Yeah. All the beams... Pr- pretty sure it was on? an Indiana Jones movie. Well, what was the second be. one? Temple of Doom was the first one. No, right? it wasn't Temple. Raiders? It might have been the first or the third. Definitely not that. Okay. One. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So the brother reads from the Book of the Dead, and he accidentally summons like the fucking Pharaoh's guards, who are yeah. also dead. Right. Which which actually was a good thing, but he's he, he's not the best reader. Yeah. Uh, but she is, yeah. But she's all, she's on the altar, uh-huh. ready to be sacrificed, so she can't read so much. Uh, so and he brings her back from the dead, but she's a skeleton. So I'm guessing they're going to use her body to bring her flesh, like right. what happened to him. Right. Whereas he needed four bodies, she only needs one. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh huh. Well, because I think it's because she didn't have the scarabs eat her body. That's true. She was just she just stabbed. Herself. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. So she's so she joins the fight. Uh, the go- kind of the Gumar, sort of. Yeah. She's, is she, she looks like she's walking blind though. Yeah. She doesn't have eyes yet. That's true. Because she, she's decayed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now the, uh, the 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 brother starts reading more of the book and finally gets control of the Pharaoh's guards. And they, oh yeah, because he keeps saying, "What's the symbol with the water under the, yeah, the, what, the thing?" I can't read this last symbol. What is it? What does it look like? A uh, bird or a falcon? Yeah, it's that. Oh yeah, that's what it is. And the, the guards are about to stab Brendan Fraser, and they stop. Yeah. And then Emotep's saying gibberish. Yeah. yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Emotep die. Emotep die. And they're not turning to him. Yeah. He's he's telling them, "Kill him. Kill him yeah. now. Kill him." And they're like, well, "We don't follow your orders anymore." And then he uh, then he reads something else in the book or says, hey, kill, kill the Definitely chick. Was. Yeah. Kill the chick. Okay. So the, the guards, guards kill his Gumar. Yeah. And he's like, no. Now, I'm pretty sure this was on purpose, but they, they show her dying the same way that they showed the Pharaoh dying. Yes. Where it was like through a shadow. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, fitting. See what, you, see what you did there? Uh-huh. Yeah. By your own hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then Emotep's kind of like, oh, are you bastard? I'm going to kill all of you now. But she reads. Well, first she reads from the book. And then the the fucking shitty CGI of like the horse and the chariot comes through and it takes his soul out of him. Yeah. And then he's like, "Fuck this!" And yeah. Emotep runs straight at him and he gets stabbed. Right. Wouldn't he know that he's now mortal? Mort- I don't think so. Wouldn't he know that though? If he's like a high priest, yeah, he should know this. Yes. And also, he sh- he shouldn't run and he get that close to Brendan Fraser before <laughs> swinging. He might be like his hand was still in the air when he got stabbed. <laughs> at that at that distance, the fist should have been connected with the face already. Not necessarily. I mean, he never, he was a, he was like a high priest, priest, right? Right. That doesn't mean he had combat skills. You all, everybody knows how to punch. 
Really? Have you seen? If, if, okay. Have you seen Fail Army? Any, any anybody? If you're gonna punch somebody, run and punch them. You don't run, get in front of their face, stop running, and then swing. That's just that's just basic survival instincts. Well, unless of course, what, whether the punch is gonna be effective or connect or not, you still know how to throw it. No. <laughs> no. Well, think of it this way. He did get stabbed. A lot of his focus went on this being stabbed part afterwards. Okay. Again. Not to mention. Caught up on the wrong things here. Okay. But it's fine. So he dies. And he goes into the river of the dead. Oh, Benny ditched everybody and he's been secretly taking gold out of the out of the temple. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love this. Because yeah. Rachel Weiss told him, you know, men like you, you get your comeuppance. He's like, ah, whatever. So he's loading up on treasure on the camels outside and he keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yep. So once Imhotep dies... It's the uh, same as the guy from Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> so when he dies, it sets off like a chain reaction and the, the pyramid starts sealing up. Yep. So everybody's got to run. And, uh, yes, because it, it's been 15 minutes, so the pyramid is changing now. Oh, it's AVP. It's AVP. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the pyramid's sealing up, so they're running, and then Benny's like, wait for me! And he can't make it through the door, and he gets sealed, and then Brendan Fraser goes, goodbye, Benny. Yep. So, for like a third or fourth time in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, he gets his comeuppance, those scarabs come up, and the lights go out. It's like, ah! And they yep. eat him. So they walk out, and uh, the guy from Resident Evil, he lived... Yeah. Oh, he fought off the mummies, so you think he's dead? Nope. He made it out because he's a badass warrior. He's got like a bad, like a broken arm or something. Yeah. He's yeah. a great warrior, but not good at giving directions to Americans yeah. to leave well enough alone. Uh huh. So then he uh, he's like, yep, I'm alive. And then they see the treasure that Benny took out right there on the camels. And they're like, hey, jackpot. Fantastic. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And that's the mummy. Yeah. Very different watching it now, huh? Very different. When I was a teenager, I was like, this movie fucking rocks! Yes. I, I think I may, may have seen that one twice in theaters. And and a bunch more after that. Legally? Le- um, <laughs> hmm. First one, legally for sure. Second one, maybe not. I did, I did back in those days, I did do a lot of theater hopping. Three was the most I did. And then I couldn't make, finish the third one. The third one was the Hulk. The first Hulk. The Eric Banner Hulk. <laughs> oh. I couldn't finish it because I was too tired. <laughs> There's only so much illegalness I can do in one day. Yeah. It's fucking eight hours in this theater. Like, uh. We just got here and get some like hamburgers from the <laughs> roof. <laughs> so, closing thoughts on The Mummy. It did not age well. Time did not look kindly on this movie. Yes. I, I remember it being amazing. And uh, parts of it still were like, oh, yeah, this, I remember. And it kind of nostalgia a little bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, a lot of plot holes. I still don't understand Imhotep's power and why he has what he has <laughs> and when he has what he had. Uh-huh. Uh, he should have ruled the world. Based based on what we got, the snapshot of what we have of him, he, he should have been king of the world by now. Mm-hmm. This is true. I agree. I just think that um, this is also taking the place that if he wasn't such an emotional being, he would have done exactly what you said. But I think his emotions ran his agenda. And which was caught, what, what, what caused what happened and what he did. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, the whole thing was about love. So it was all emotionally based. So this was a love story. We watched a romance movie. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. See that? We watch every genre now. <laughs> I agree with you, Adam. This movie didn't age well. Uh, the CGI, eh. Yeah. Not story, good. eh. I feel like the, this Tom Cruise mummy will do it better. Oh, yeah. You think so? I think so. Because if it's anything like the Suicide Squad, I really don't think so. 
What the hell? <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, because like a bunch of because <laughs> like you know how like DC's trying to make their own like you know staple in the movie th- in the movies, but they're just like failing like miraculously. Yeah, I feel like if Universal does the same thing that DC does. Oh, it- I see. Okay. As, yeah, as far as building universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, nobody can do it like Marvel can. But I hear the Wonder Woman movies really, really good. Really? Yeah, I heard that's it, what I hear. I heard at the beginning, before the movie actually came out, that it was actually really horrible. Mm-hmm. And now that everyone's saying it's really good... Everyone's saying it's really now good. Now I'm actually really intrigued because now there's a, a, some sort of variation of a scandal? This is the one where he marries Aquaman, right? Or she marries Aquaman? He does not marry Aquaman. No. Oh. This takes place in World War One too. Oh. It's in that same one area. or two. What are you talking about? Wonder World Woman? War One or World War Two? <laughs> Wonder Woman takes place in World War One. World War One also ah, is what he meant to say. I yeah. See. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this movie was fine. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't hold up. It, it, it's still kind of fun. I, I think my daughter might like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, maybe not. She's real spoiled too these days with movies. See, that's the beauty about it. I don't want. If I ever have kids, I'm going to make them watch all the old movies first. Before anything else. They're not going to watch Moana. They're going to watch Mulan first or something like that. You know, where it's first, like, straight, like, nah, it's just reference. I understand. Do, okay. But I want them to watch before <laughs> the graphics take place. I see. I want them to get the story before they get the graphics. Oh, it's too late for that. Not for me. I'm, I'm try- I tried to get her to play uh, some of the old video games that I used to play. Like what? Uh, uh, one called Jill of the Jungle. It's really bad graphics. It's, it's actually free on archive.org. They have games on there, apparently, that you can mm. play. It's interesting. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Good reviews or bad reviews first? Uh, I'll start with the good. Okay. Probably should quite a few of them, huh? Jonathan Foreman of the New York Post says, It's cheerful, slightly cheesy entertainment. I agree. Yeah. Bob Fencer of the Arizona Republic says, Spectacle, spectacle, rowdy adventure, and supernatural horror all crammed into a raucous two hours of high testosterone special effects filmmaking. That's that, a lot of big words. That, that, that might be yeah. overstating it. And finally, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times. Ooh. This is hardly a thing I can say in its favor, except that I was cheered by nearly every minute of it. Cheered or jeered? There is hardly a thing I can say in its favor, <laughs> except that I was cheered by nearly every minute of it. Huh. Hey, this movie sucked, but I had a good time. That's pretty much what yeah. you're saying. That's weird. <laughs> uh, bad reviews. Philip Wunsch of the Dallas Morning News says, an advent- this is an adventure flick wannabe. Stephen Holden mm-hmm. of the New York Times says, a gaudy comic video game splashed onto the big screen. Yeah. And finally, Todd McCarthy of Variety says, tries to have it both ways, sending up the adventure genre for laughs while also going for some mild shocks, but the sand slips through its fingers on both counts. Oh, clever. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? We did the what's it? We did the the, the critics last last yeah. time. Let's do the critics first this time. Okay. Uh, mm. Mm? This is tough because at the time, great. Now, not so much. But how much of that is we were children? <laughs> if we were adults, would we saw the same kind of thing? Well, think about it this way. What movie did you watch in the same genre? Matrix. Uh, shit. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay. Critics are going to give it a 54 percent. Okay. Ooh, that's low. I think. I think. I'm thinking. I think that, I might have gone too high. Actually. Really? Okay. I'm going for a 67. 57 percent. Oh. <gasps> oh. All right. I got one of the numbers right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> now together, <laughs> the audience score. Oh. Okay. Three. Number three movies. And a fourth coming out that made no sense. Right. Uh, one thing that I did notice this time, Brendan Fraser wasn't as captivating to me as he was the first time around. I remember thinking he was like super charming. Mm-hmm. I think since then we've had so many more charming people uh-huh. in, the, in those kinds of roles yeah. that he's just not as charming as he used to be. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, let's see. Audience. Uh, I think they go higher, I think. Mainly because... They enjoy the ride more though, more so than a critic would, because they're trying to literally put pull it apart. Yeah, like 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 we were. Yeah. Uh, Are you I'll, telling me that we're doing this reference and we're actually becoming critics? Yeah, we're all. It's it's, it's, it's a review show. We're basically critics. <gasps> I uh, can put that on my resume. You can. When I need to be a janitor for some sort of school. I'll say critic. sixty-nine. Okay. That's an unusual number. Thank you. Oh. Um. 77. 75%. Oh, mm. Damn. Okay. I feel good about this one. Cool. So, yeah. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah, it's because the, the things that we were picking apart are not the things that I noticed the first time around, or even mm-hmm. the first couple times around. Not until spoilers goggles that all the bad stuff start coming out. So, yeah, I, I get that. Paul like Giamatti wasn't in this. We noticed that he's been in a lot of the movies, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? The Scarab Guy. Oh, that's tough. No, the scarab guy. Simple as that. The guy that I, Could he be Benny? But you're taking that guy out. Yeah, I can't take Benny out. No. The scarab guy. The leader. The Boba. Guy. Boba. Uh, yeah. Boba. Yeah. Straight up. No, no, no. The other guy that was leading the oh, Americans. The British. The British guy that's leading the Americans. Archaeologist. Ah, no, I liked him in that bit, though. Yeah, he's like real, like a snooty British yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, he literally had to have the stick up his butt. Mm, 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 mm. I just don't see him like that, you know? Oh, the pilot. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's too happy-go-lucky. He can be, Giamatti can be he happy. He can be whatever he wants. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. Have you not seen Sideways? He was. He didn't smile once in the entire movie, I don't think. <laughs> I think that's, the, that's, the po- that's the point. Oh. I see. He's always an angry person. I can see him being jolly. <laughs> yeah, he could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot see him jolly. No. Yeah. It'd be too creepy. It's only because you can't take it anyone else out, really. What? Are you, t- are you really think Saboba is worth keeping in it? Just because of the high-pitched voice? and like, ah! He's he, screaming? He, he wouldn't fit. He wouldn't fit. He's not the right color. <laughs> wow. Would he be one of the American? How about the American who can't see? Ooh. What if he was one of the Americans? Okay. Yeah. One of the... One Gun-toting, of the, like, cowboy riding. Any one of the Americans Wait, are replaceable. Cowboy, horse riding. Okay. Horse riding. Yeah. Not cowboy riding. That's weird. Yeah, and then it's more screen time also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's give him that. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where we give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Brendan Fraser nearly died during a scene where his character is hung. Rachel Wise remembered he stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated. Jesus Christ. Nice. I guess they actually hung him? What kind of fucking what? shoot is that? With no stunt double for a, at least a drop? <laughs> Holy crap. Because they, they were negotiating for a long time. That is true. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, like, the whole idea about, like, being hung is to break your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, if you don't break your neck, you have to suffocate it to death. Yeah. I'm sure he was hooked up to some rope. Yeah. And they dropped him and something happened where... 
it got too tight or something. Yeah, but like, wouldn't he be able to say like "cut"? Not if you're choking. I yeah, know. I mean, like he could have done something weird, but the way it did look realistic, though. The library disaster was done in one take. It would have taken an entire day to reshoot if a mistake had been made. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the books falling down, the, the domino. That okay. makes sense. To By me. the way, how how heavy is she? If she can knock over a bookshelf like that, <laughs> the books are heavy. If the bookshelf is full of books all the way to the top, her slamming into it would not not have knocked them all over. You want to sure try? It's possible. You want to try? Mm. I've done it before. Based on like the distance she had to travel to mm-hmm. hit the bookshelf was like maybe three feet, two two feet maybe. That's not enough force. Three to knock I, it over, dude. I can knock you over in like three feet. Or yeah, if you're yeah, if you're trying, I can knock you over in two. If inches. you're try- if you're just, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> in some scenes, characters who speak Arabic can be heard saying the same lines with different subtitles. This isn't as much a mistake as it is a throwback to the hero movies of old, in which foreign characters would say their lines in di- in a different language to put up the illusion that. Scream black. That they were speaking in said language. Huh. Finally, the opening voiceover was originally intended to be read by Imhotep. Director Stephen Summers later realized that Imhotep wouldn't have been able to speak English and gave the voiceover to Ardith Bay instead. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that would be kind of cool to have Imhotep talk in English. But but he can't narrate his own death. Yeah. That, that would sound weird. Well, I know that's true, but I mean, like, <clears throat> in the entire movie, he speaks a foreign language. Right. I would like to see him speak two languages in a movie. I'm sure he speaks English in other movies. Yes, he does. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I would like to see it. That's all. Okay. Now it's time for Money Makes the World Go Around. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that are really sincere so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for The Mummy, $80 million. Double of nothing but trouble. Oh, God damn it. I had just gotten it out of my mind. $80 million. Dollars. Oh, how much did this make in its worldwide gross? Remember, three movies... A buttload of merchandise. Yeah. A generation of people that remember this over Indiana Jones. Right. Hmm. This, didn't this skyrocket, didn't this launch Brandon Fraser's like, uh, a stardom? Yeah, he was known, but this made yeah. him a big star. Yeah, this put him on the map. And Rachel Weiss would not have been part of your, um, like, <laughs> like, fap history if you, you know. <laughs> If she wasn't in this movie, that's another word. I just I just learned what that word meant. Fap. Yeah, recently. The fappening. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant when it mm. first came out. The fappening. Just wait till you see, figure out what sauce means. Total growth. Two ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see. Eighty million. You said. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Twenty-four million. Yeah. Okay. In the U.S. Wait, wait no. Two hundred forty million. Sorry. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed 155.3 million. Overseas, it grossed 260.5 million, mm. bringing total gross to 415.9 million dollars. Wow, triple! This film debuted actually uh, times five. I know. I mean, like like three movies worth. It. Uh, oh, man. this film debuted in first place <laughs> on the weekend of May seventh, nineteen ninety nine, with 43.3 million. Number two that week was Entrapment. Do you remember that? With Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yes. I like that movie. Number three was The Matrix. Was it like, mm. what was it, like a vinyl rope? What was it called? No, it's nylon rope. They, they, that, was the rock. That, that was a rock. But they did practice getting through the lasers with, with rope. Yeah, I know. I just keep on thinking Sean Connery and rope now. Weird? Yeah. Weird? No? Yes? That's fine. According okay. to Box Office Mojo, <laughs> 
This is the second highest grossing film in the category adventure slash desert. So second. adventure movies that take place in the desert. This was second. So well, is it Spaceballs the first one? Yeah, they did this. It was adventure in the desert. Oh. Uh, was it must be the second mummy then. Yeah, well, number one is okay. the Mummy Returns. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Okay. Finally, and then Aviator maybe number three. Huh? Aviator. So Mad That's Max a, wasn't even movie. part of that. Or Sahara? No. Aviator was that Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, where he's Howard Hughes. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was in the he, desert, wasn't it? No, mm-hmm. not even close. What am no. I thinking about? Uh, I don't even know. Finally, The Mummy was the eighth highest-grossing film of 1999. Eighth. Number one? Matrix. Matrix. Nope. <gasps> that was number three. Ooh. Oh. Huh? Number one had a character we referenced. Tired. No. <laughs> What's an hawk? No. Uh, <laughs> character we, uh, you, Resident Evil. No. It's a number one. The movie featured a character that you named the guy who was negotiating. Oh, Star 25. Wars. 30. It is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Ah. That was the number one grossing movie in 1999 because Sebulba was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Only money. That makes sense. Because it was the, like the first one. That's 1999's The Mummy, directed by Steven Summers. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, I'm not sure about next week's movie. Ooh, let, maybe we should do this online, uh, on air right now. We should choose. Which well, because movie? next week you have us doing Adam Kingsman, The Secret Service. Oh, but that movie's really, really fucking amazing. Yeah, that movie's really fucking. I was good. thinking about that too. I don't think it's a good choice. Yeah. So let's 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 do it right now. Let's figure out what we want to watch right now. Uh, or we just figure it out later. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. So uh, next time, you're a horrible person. 